Hey guys, Anthony here, and I just wanted to give you a big biohack thank you for listening. I'm so humbled and grateful that you're spending some of your day with me and the Biohacking Secrets Show. And if you get any value from this episode, or you've gotten value from previous episodes, it would mean the world if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes and share this episode with your friends, family members, and coworkers on social media. That way we can continue to spread this information and positively impact as many lives as possible. And it's also how our podcast gets discovered by more people. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. This is your life and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are breakfast. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Todd Lamb is a former Army and SWAT team leader whose deep desire to help his wife combat health issues led him to uncover the extraordinary power of natural organic remedies. Todd's passion for health evolved into co-founding Pure Life Organics and establishing a mission to impact millions of lives while also creating a healthy planet. Todd's passion for empowering individuals to take control of their own health quickly led to a mission to help improve the health of our planet. You can learn more about Todd and his line of products at purelifeorganics.com. We've set up a 20% biohacks discount code for you guys if you want to check out anything that we discuss in this episode. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with Todd Lamb. Todd, welcome to the show. Hey, Anthony, long time. No see my friend. Thank you so yeah, much for having me. It's been a minute. When you start getting older, like we are, time really <laughs> does fly. Four years oh. ago, four years <laughs> go by in the blink of an, of an instant. And that's with 2020, which felt like 10 years in and of itself. I know. I know. <laughs> I just turned 50, man. Like, I, oh, congratulations. It's, yeah, I, I'm 26 years longer than I thought I would ever be. So yeah. every, day's an, every day's a new world record. <laughs> I got to college and I started, I started that whole live fast, die young type uh, lifestyle. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, I better throttle this back. I don't think, I'm, <laughs> I don't think I'm actually going to die. It's just going to make me unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. And live a miserable life. Mine, mine was more a, a byproduct of my career choices. If I could, if I could, the higher speed thing I could do, I was, I was all about it. So yeah, yeah I hear you. I hear you. We, uh, I used to caddy growing up at, at Briarwood country club in my hometown. And I caddied for like Michael Jordan, Ron Harper, a bunch of the guys on like the bulls wow. that were just crushing everybody. And we'd roll up at like five, five thirty in the morning for some of these rounds that would go off at like 6am. And the, uh, a lot of the guys that worked at like the Chicago Mercantile Exchange and the Board of Trade, yeah. they'd be like, it'd be like five thirty in the morning. They were ripping lines off the off the oh, dash yeah. of their car. You know, we'd be riding in on our like dyno bikes, you know, and all that. I'm like, all right, they're gonna be fired up. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a big, big day, man. Holy, what what happened with you? What were you, what were you doing for work? And and how did yes. it run you down? So it was uh, well. 
at 20 years old, I was in the military and the special service force there. And so jumping out of some planes and, and hiding out in bushes for six and eight weeks at a time. Um, and then once I, once I got out of that, I got into policing and well, even before that, once I initially got out, I was doing commercial diving for two years, just about killed myself doing that. Um, all kinds of, uh, sinus issues and, uh, just general health issues, spending that much time underwater. So I went from there into policing, uh, had a really fun career. I was in the canine unit. I did two years undercover and then I retired, uh, after running the SWAT team for 10 years. So some, some high speed stuff, man, that, uh, there were definitely a few times where I was pretty lucky to make it home. What, before we start getting into, uh, more, more of the health stuff and kind of your, uh, trifecta uh <laughs> what, what's the what's the craziest story from your 10 years in SWAT oh man it, it depends like we had some some real um good critical incidents but I remember one time in particular uh where I thought it was it like um I was in a high-speed pursuit the guy bailed out as I rounded the corner his car was empty uh so I just kind of uh you know, like, like you do, you approach the scene with caution and out of the corner of my eye, uh, I could see him. I saw this flash running towards me, uh, gun out. He had a, a Glock pistol and he was coming towards the truck. So, um, and I, it's interesting, you know, you talk about mental rehearsal and, and these types of things. Uh, the moment that I recognized that it was a gun and, uh, um, felt like it was, you know, this was it. It was just hard in reverse, full gas, drew my pistol, got on the radio. I, I, I don't even know how I had enough hands to do what I was doing. Uh, created time and distance, got uh, my gun out, got my dog out. As I got my dog out, he took his girlfriend as a hostage, and that turned into about a two-and-a-half-hour standoff uh, with this guy where, um, you know, eventually the team got on the ground and, uh, we were able to take him into custody without a shot fire. But, um, that was, that was the, the most dynamic and hairy one where I'd initiated it. I was on my own, uh, for a good 20, 25 minutes until the team uh, could get mobilized and get on the ground. But, holy um, cow, I can so only imagine what your heart incident. felt like. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was for many days after, you know, in my throat, because it, you know, it's, um, it's very surreal when you think about all your training and your ability to react and, and mental rehearsal and being prepared for those situations. Some dudes just get lucky some days and they, they, you know, just a lucky shot. Fortunately, you know, even as I look back and watched him run towards the vehicle, his shooting platform wasn't very good. So I, he, he would have just been lucky had he got me, but <laughs> he oh didn't. And gosh. here we are. <laughs> when you hear stories like that, it seems like guys, especially like such a big adrenaline dump, it seems, seems yeah. like some, some guys either like don't sleep at all after, or it's like yeah. really hard for them to sleep because they're so fired yeah. up. Or the opposite, where they're, they they get that dump and then their body's just like, oh, okay, I'm not dead. I can relax now. Yeah, I feel like I had a bit of both. So initially, uh, the immediate um, sort of call it 24 hours of processing going through, you know, did I do everything right? And, and of course, everybody got home. Okay, it was fantastic. Um, but, you know, you're always critiquing yourself. I always want to do things better. But just processing, you know, how it all 
came out. And of course, there's multiple levels of report writing. And so you're, you're trying to compile these, these um, incidents in your brain in a coherent way. And, and it's just so fragmented. So that kind of keeps you awake. And then once that subsides, you have some of the deepest, heaviest sleeps you've ever, <laughs> you've ever felt because of the, you know, the amount of brain power that you're using during that period. Well, that's a beautiful segue into uh, the three pillars of health, because yeah. one of them, one of them is sleep. And uh, now more than ever, a lot of people are having difficulty sleeping, whether that's anxieties and stresses about about the state of the world, whether that's, you know, too much time on devices in front of screens. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that's that's uh, sort of attacking our quality sleep, if you will. Um, Let's speak a little bit on on sleep and then and, you know, kind of work through some of your pillars of health in a fun way that the audience will. uh, Yeah. Try to keep them awake. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll try some. <laughs> only, only the ones that are driving. <laughs> awesome. uh, yeah. So, you know, when you and I sat around that table back in 2017 uh, at Yuri's there, we, we talked about sleep and we talked about uh, how the pineal body or pineal body that um, is so drastically being impacted by all of these uh, external factors, as you mentioned already, blue light being probably uh, one of the biggest f- offenders, EMFs um, that are from cell phones. And now, uh, although I haven't seen the data myself, I, I, I'm going to look it up, but AirPods in your ears and, oh, and yeah. the, the, the type of, of cellular damage that that can cause because it, it's hitting you know 5.0 on the EMF scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where you're healthy at kind of the 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 point two or point three, you don't see cellular damage. So um, sleep being something that you and I have, have discussed at length, but what everybody always needs to understand, and I know you're such a massive proponent of this, is that it is the foundation of health. With it, you know, if you, you can get away with a lot of things. Uh, for a period of time, but if you don't sleep, you die. And Mm -hmm. um, it is that period during that specific N3 wave of sleep that you have cellular regeneration and memory compilation. And, you know, too many people, even today, they believe they're getting quality sleep, but they're eliminating for whatever reason, that N3 wave of sleep. So whether it's some sort of phone in the room, uh, mm-hmm. that's just, you know, we, we've seen the graphs, we've seen the studies that just show you're just not hitting that deep wave that does all this important thing, thing all the important things in, in your body, such as, um, you know, memory and cell regeneration, fat loss, for example, even yeah. uh, happens, happens during uh, these periods, right? Do you, did you say N3 or M3? N, November 3. November. And what does that stand yeah. for? So that is the, the way that the sleep phases one, two, three, and and now four are just categorized. So you've got your, you know, that, that first stage, very light stage, then you've got your REM sleep, then you've got the regenerative, and then it all circles back. So they, they've created these, these four phases of sleep and one, two, three, and four, just to, to really um, categorize the role and function of each phase and and why each is so important. And we, you know, we don't just go through one, two, three, four, we go through them all repeatedly uh, during the course of an evening. So. Right. Right. Awesome. And I mean, you made a good point there that 
during that, that deep and REM restorative sleep is like when a lot of our memory consolidation and, mm. uh, and, and even brain detoxification occurs yep. through the, through the glymphatic system, kind of pumping out some of these toxins that we know can, can impact cognition and increase our risk of, of, uh, neurodegenerative disease. Yeah. Um, what typically happens when people aren't sleeping is like, they're okay for a while. And sometimes it's even fun where they're just like, all of a sudden I've got all this extra time, but then <laughs> inevitably like your memory starts to get screwed up or, or yeah. other cognitive things start to show up. Dana White, the president of the UFC was talking about that. He's like, he's been unable to sleep for years, probably yeah. in part just due to how much he's got to be on his phone, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, now it's starting to affect my memory. He's like, I'm yeah. having conversations and I'm like forgetting shit. He goes, he was like, he couldn't remember his favorite. Uh, he couldn't remember his favorite, uh, trilogy fight. And he's yeah. like, I should fucking know this. He's like, yeah. uh, he goes, I'm going to get a fucking sleep study. This is starting to mess me up. So you know? it's, it's, you know, what people should realize around that kind of stuff is, is that memories are electricity, mm -hmm. right? That that's what creates um, that memory in your brain. Let's say they're, they're pulses of electric current uh, running through your brain cells. And, and so when you think of cheesecake, for example, your brain will actually send you the coded message that says cheesecake looks like this, feels like this, tastes like this. But as you start to degenerate and you go through those neurodegenerative processes that you already uh, talked about, you're suddenly you're like, I can't even think of the word, you know, like what's your favorite dessert? And you're like, it's, and you can see a portion of it in your brain, mm -hmm. like, holy, it's fucking cheesecake, but I can't remember it because yeah. I haven't slept well enough. Uh, my brain has not been detoxified. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm continually being exposed to these uh, external variables that, that impact, um, you know, and, and as I've said through anything and everything, you don't have your health, you have nothing. People with all the money in the world would give it all back uh, to have their health and, and, you know, live a healthy, happy life. Sure. Sure. Do you, uh, do you put your phone in airplane mode or keep it out of the room when you sleep? Like, what do you, it, what do you do for sleep hygiene and, and that and, and other things? Yeah. So we, we, we call it at my house, we call it the shutdown sequence. And my wife sometimes breaks it and she, she catches shit from me. But, um, for me, it's eight, 8 PM every night phones on airplane mode. And I just leave it out, uh, in the kitchen charging. You can't get me after 8 PM. Um, what I do from a, from a um, hydration standpoint, I stop, I have a, like a bladder, like a small kitten. So if I, if I have something to drink before bed, <laughs> that's it. Right. Then, mm -hmm. then you're, you're suffering from, from being woken up and having to uh, hit the bathroom. But um, yeah, like cold, dark, uh, nothing um, that is, is external light that's getting in. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not in a full blackout room. I'd, I'd love to be, but uh, temperature is important. Uh, bed comfort obviously is important, but from a, from a ritualistic shutdown sequence, the phones are the biggest one. Any, any type of uh, electrical interference in the room uh, is removed. Uh, and I, you know, it's funny. I automatically see this happen when I go to hotels where you don't have that luxury of being that, um, you know, that vigilant, I have to unplug things, you know, take clock yeah. out and, and all Dude, that. I can't, stuff, I can't but... sleep in hotels. I go, oh, I terrible. go from like seven, 
Uh, usually I get between like at the, at the low end, six and a half, but call it seven hours to like yeah. sometimes even eight and a half hours. If I go in a hotel uh, and it's been like this now for like probably 18 months or even two years, I sleep yeah. like two or three hours. And then I'm just uh, like in bed and I'm, and I'm up and I'm like, yeah, I can't I sleep anymore. And I know I'm not, I didn't regenerate, you know, yeah. but it's like, I, I started, I was like, F this, yeah. I'm just going to start renting Airbnbs where I have like, <laughs> you know, a little bit more, more control. Yeah. Cause the hotels, everyone's obsessed with like more power, faster. Like I want all the G's give me all the G's. And I'm like, that, that path doesn't end well, guys. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing for your sleep routine these days? I know you were, you were monitoring your sleep pretty close. Dude. So I, um, well, you know, I had, I had Lyme disease and then I got, I got bit again in October twice up at our lake house. And it was really affecting me. And that, that messes with your sleep hardcore where like a lot of okay. people start treating the Lyme and, and their deep sleep and their REM sleep goes way up. I'd gotten good aura ring sleep scores yeah. with, you know, with still dealing with that stuff, but wasn't waking up feeling good. I went to Germany and did extreme whole body hyperthermia. It's basically like they heat you up oh. to 107 degrees. Um, and I mean, you're unconscious, they give you a a sedative where like they could wake you up if they needed to, but you're out and they keep you there for two hours because they found that the bacteria in Lyme is very similar to the bacteria in syphilis. Um, you know, the bacteria known as as syphilis and it's extremely heat sensitive. So they do this process twice. They combine it with, um, some, they call it like antibiotic augmented therapy where lower doses of antibiotics are way more effective. Like normally I'm not a huge proponent of antibiotics, but when you've had Lyme, you're like, I need to try something because it's fucking awful. And (laughs) after I did that, um, I'm about two months out now and my sleep is awesome. I wake up feeling great. Like my, my brother was joking. He's like, dude, like before Germany, he goes, you were like, he goes, you'd sleep some mornings till like 10. And, yeah. uh, he goes, I'd have my whole morning routine, my workout done everything. And it was like, and I'm, I'm normally pretty good and, and disciplined to getting up, but it was like, just dude, I was just slowly drowning from this shit. And, yeah. uh, and then after Germany now it's like 6am, 6 630. I'm just waking up naturally, no alarm needed, feeling great. Yeah, so that. that's, that's a huge one, man. And the doctor there, he was like, Anthony, I, have a strong suspicion that a lot of Alzheimer's is Lyme in the brain undiagnosed. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so I'm, I'm mentioning that just so that it's, it's in more people's awareness. These, these like low level chronic infections, I would hypothesize that they're largely responsible for like the beta amyloid plaques and the tau mm-hmm. proteins and things like that. Like the, the, the body's trying to deal with something undiagnosed or yeah. heavy metals, which, which, yeah. which you're aware of. So I love yeah. that you, you got the, um, the shutdown sequence, 8 PM phones go in airplane mode. That's everyone in the house. You stop yeah. hydrating. So you're not up all night peeing. You make sure your room is cold and dark, no external light. Um, I dig it. My, my sleep routine a lot is, um, our whole house is wired. So yeah. I, I stopped with the Wi-Fi and all that, like wouldn't even have it in the house in, in 2016, 2017. Um, yeah. I'd done a podcast with Dr. Jack Cruz. He really opened my eyes to it. And that's, so that makes a big difference. And, uh, yeah, I try not to be an asshole and like on my phone all day. Cause I've noticed yeah. even if like, even if I'm on for a few hours and I get yeah. off, I'm like, it's like my nervous system is amped up and, uh, and it's difficult. And even if I do sleep where I can't tell that I was like 
not going as deep, I feel it the next morning. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a difference. It's like, I'm not hitting that deep sleep. I usually struggle with deep more than REM from according, okay. according to the aura ring. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's, that's a lot of the stuff that, that I do. And I always sleep that's better awesome. when I do, if I do an ice bath or like a polar plunge, um, that night, my sleep scores are like off the charts. Wow. Yeah. That yeah, helps. Something that, helps that I, I need to explore a little more on as well as red light exposure. Have you guys, uh, had any, any, uh, analysis into that? Yeah. What, what I've done for, I mean, I've got some of the lights down here. You can't see them cause, uh, but like a lot of the lights in our house are red, red lizard lights. Okay. Like, like that, uh, you would get, I think, it, I think they're called zoo lights or something like that. Um, <laughs> and I've got one of these things here. It's, um, it's called an EMR tech. This okay. is a, a great company. And this one, it's, uh, it's plugged in. So I'll show you, it's got two lights. So you got like this real powerful one in the middle that's yeah. good for like, if you're doing body work and you want to, you know, reduce inflammation or increase blood flow or, or target the mitochondria in a specific area. Right. So like my yeah. hand super relevant. Right. And then yeah. you've got this, uh, these other ones that are like ambient lighting where you can turn off all the lights in a room and have like one of these. And it's just like a nice red ambient light and you don't have to walk around with like, sometimes I don't want to wear the glasses, you know what I mean? Or like the glasses yeah, that, that work best. I'm like walking into the coffee table and you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, so sometimes I'll, uh, I'll, I'll turn these, I'll do it like this where you got the big one in the middle off and then the other one's yeah. on and it's actually like nice, uh, nice ambient lighting. So Oh, I'm going to look into I, that. I mess around That's with yeah. I think we got a, a biohacks discount code, uh, with them. They're, they're great dudes. He's actually, he made one for, um, Duncan Keith, who has got like three Stanley cups and Olympic gold medal, um, with the Blackhawks. And yeah. he's now, he's now gonna be playing for, uh, Edmonton, but he made one for him. That's like, he can lay down on the table on like a massage table and it's got yeah. like going down all of his chakra centers and energy yeah. meridians, like a huge red light. And then it's got all these auxiliary like light ones. So for like That's recovery awesome. and stuff, he can go on there and just get like a huge blast of red light for 10 or 15 <laughs> I love, minutes. I, I love pro athletes, man. They, they, oh, yeah. they're, who, particularly those who are just like absolutely mental about their, their health and longevity. Those That's are the, awesome. those are the ones I like. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right. So that's, that nails sleep. Let's talk about, are there any supplements you take for sleep? Yeah, always. Um, so it'll be a combination. It'll be, be de dependent on where I feel like my, my sleep cycle is, um, good or bad, but hands down every night, magnesium, uh, mm. 300 milligrams, you know, whether I need it or not, there's something about magnesium, on its own for me that that is just a very good baseline it just relaxes yeah uh you too. know the the mental state and and my muscles you know because i, I spend a fair bit of time training and so i, I it, it seems to alleviate some of the soreness but things like uh magnolia bark uh, i will absolutely use that um, that's good for anxiety too yep absolutely uh you know calcium glycine uh ashwagandha uh even even chamomile will will put in um i've used 5 htp i've used gaba uh gaba uh is i love 5 htp 
Yeah, GABA, 5-HTP is awesome. Uh, the combination of 5-HTP and GABA mm-hmm. <laughs> gave, me, gave me nightmares. Uh, really? Yeah, and I and I and so I'm like, okay, well, this is, you know, for the last four or five nights, I've been having nightmares, like scary ones where you're you're full on being chased and and can't get away. Those, yeah, where those guys like running things. running at you with a gun and then he takes totally. his girlfriend and I go, hostage. And, and I go to shoot <laughs> and the bullet just comes out of the end of the gun and drops yeah. like a fucking potato. Like an impotent bullet. Totally. You know, or you pull the trigger and you, you know, it's a dead trigger, all yeah. those bad nightmares. So when I went off GABA and I just stayed with five HTP, no problem. So there's something either I was, my dose was a little high um, or, or uh, it's one of those things that, that just, um, you know, has the ability to, to unlock those particular uh, electric brain waves. It was, sure. it was pretty crazy, but, but those are some of them for sure. Yeah. 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 We've, I, I joke that I've got a long and illustrious history of uh, paternal treatment resistant depression and five yeah. uh, HTP and Sammy were like huge game changers for me okay. just yeah. like both if, if anyone listening is dealing with well the 5-HTP as you mentioned like 100 to 200 milligrams of that before bed helps a lot with sleep yeah. quality and yeah. uh but it but it also boosts your mood and serotonin synthesis what what form of magnesium do you use is it are you doing like an l3 innate like the uh more of a brain central nervous system targeting one or are you doing one that's more like just whole body hit everything that's uh, citrate yeah okay all right. Yeah. Cool. Nothing, nothing, uh, specific L3 and eight. That's interesting. Do you, are you, are you, um, referring to something that incorporates L-theanine or nah, there's a uh, just completely of, different magnesium. Yeah. It's a, it's a different form of magnesium specifically, uh, that okay. crosses, it, it gets into the central nervous system okay. and it is, um, a lot of people take it for cognitive function. And there's a lot of exciting research on it. It's spelled L-T-H-R-E-O-N-A-T-E. Um, okay. Jaro makes it. Um, the uh, the bi- You know the bioptimizers, guys? Yep. yep. Yeah. They've got a magnesium product that contains a number of different forms of magnesium, including the L3 and 8 one. That's yeah. a, that, that thing's like mag breakthrough or something. That's a really good product. Um, yeah. And then there's like Life Extension makes it in some of those companies. Um, well, Wade, yeah, Wade and uh, and that those guys. Wade is all about the body, right? He's, yeah, he's yeah. An interesting cat for yeah. sure. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's awesome. <laughs> we uh, we ended up going out to a uh, we were at the the biohacker summit in Helsinki and just like so like we're in Whoa. Helsinki like across the world we both run into each other and I'm like what the <laughs> fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and and uh, you know we just caught up. And I'm like, I'm like, are you going to this party? And he's like, heck yeah. We went to this party in Helsinki and people were playing like beach volleyball indoors and then like riding surfboards. They had a wave pool and a DJ with like all this like psychedelic stuff behind him. They had saunas in there. So like I had a few cocktails and then got in a sauna. That wasn't that I didn't feel the best after that. Let's talk about uh, <laughs> pillar number two. Kids, don't try that at home. <laughs> There are a couple things that make Lyme disease, and more specifically, the spirochete bacteria, Borrelia burgdorferi, particularly hard to treat. The first is that it's known as the great imitator, meaning that it mimics the symptoms of 200 other conditions. So a lot of times people 
think they've got thyroid disorder or adrenal problems or chronic fatigue or a whole host of other stuff going on, rheumatoid arthritis, when in reality they have a low-level chronic bacterial infection. The testing is notorious for producing false negatives. So a lot of people will get a Lyme test that only has maybe a 30% uh, accuracy level and they'll get a negative test result and then they'll go looking elsewhere and spend years or even decades going down the wrong path. And last but not least, the bacteria has this spirochete form, which means it's able to bury in our central nervous system, our brain, our connective tissue, and a lot of the most effective commonly known treatments for Lyme disease like blood ozone, ultraviolet blood radiation, IV light therapy combined with uh, intravenous um, vitamins, and then you have the herbal protocols like the Bunner protocol, the Cowden protocol, etc. A lot of times these get people results for a few months or even a few years, but they're unable to effectively get into the connective tissue and the central nervous system and get rid of the spirochete bacteria that are kind of hibernating there, and then it comes back. Well, Clinic St. George in Bad Eibling, Germany has developed a breakthrough treatment that they discovered almost on accident while helping people with cancer. It's called extreme whole body hyperthermia. And based on the 1927 Nobel Prize, they found that when you heat the body up in a safe and controlled medically supervised setting to 107 degrees for a period of two hours and maintain it there, you're able to wipe out uh, the Borrelia bacteria. And then when you follow it up with intravenous laser therapy and IV riboflavin, you're able to knock out the co-infections like Bartonella and Babesia that otherwise are able to maintain a foothold because you've got the Lyme bacteria, the Borrelia, suppressing the immune system. So if you or someone you know is dealing with cancer or Lyme disease, the St. George Clinic in Bad Eibling, Germany has helped over 25,000 people with cancer and now over 2,500 people with Lyme disease. And it's the most effective treatment modality that I'm aware of for helping with chronic Lyme, especially if you've tried a lot of the other things out there. And if you want more information, you can go online to their website, which is Clinic St. George. You can just Google that. That's probably the easiest way to find it. But their website, I'll spell it out for you. It's K-L-I-N-I-K-S-T-G-E-O-R-G.de slash E-N slash. That'll give it to you in English. And it's Clinic St. George in Bad Eibling, A-I-B-L-I-N-G, Germany. And I just did a podcast with their medical director, Dr. Dows. It's, I believe, episode 215 of the Biohacking Secrets show. So check that out if you are interested. And please pass this along to anyone who may benefit from it. All right. Thank you. Back to the episode. So we focus on nutrition as uh, the next pillar. Um, you know, obviously foundational sleep and then uh, into nutrition. And, you know, I, I'm not, uh, I, I'm not that, that uh, guy that's 
polarizing when it comes to nutrition. There is yeah, something that works for somebody and something that works for somebody else. And so totally. what we encourage people to do is really understand what works for them. You know, whether, whether you need to, to lose weight, whether you need to add muscle, whether you're just feeling, uh, um, you know, inflammatory as a result mm -hmm. of eating. There's, there's a lot of different uh, methodologies. There's no one way to optimal nutrition, but what we encourage people to do at the very minimum is to, to track what you're eating for at least two weeks in your life yeah. and just see, you know, what that net result of, of what it is that you're doing is producing. You know, like, do you feel good? Do you feel bad? Are you losing weight? Are you gaining weight? Yeah. Do you feel energetic or do you feel bloated? And just understand that. And then you can start to manipulate very simple variables like macronutrients or, uh, you know, um, things, things like, uh, how many, how the, the type of vegetables that you're eating, are they cooked yeah. or are they, you know, when, when they're, cook do, do you digest them easier just those very simple tactics that can really lead to a world of change for sure that's probably one of if not the biggest things anyone listening could do if they haven't is, is track for two weeks and yeah. see like become aware of those cause and effect relationships with food you know and yeah. if, you, if you wanted like a structure like todd mentioned a pretty good one track things like your energy your mood your cognitive performance inflammation or mobility in your body you know and yeah. um you'll start to realize you're like oh my god i've been eating this for lunch like three days a week and and i crash yeah. on those days that i do you yeah, know? exactly. Right. Like that. It's like, why am I suddenly I yeah. can't focus in the afternoons or when I wake up, my fingers are swollen. You know, yeah. like what? Yeah, what the my, hell is I, going can't get, I can't get my ring off. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I get it like the broccoli cheddar soup and a Panera bread bowl is delicious. <laughs> but it's like you got to know what these things are doing to your body. And uh, and, and, and yeah. yeah, it's been it's been interesting, man. Even just these past few years, like nutrition is huge 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 i'm yeah. i've been fascinated with just how fragmented it's gotten yeah you know where it's yeah. like it, it, and and a part of that i think is is it's become a compensatory tool because there's other stuff going on and people are like sure. okay now i can only eat meat i guess i'm yeah. carnivore you know it's like yeah. why can you only eat meat dude <laughs> like if you told that to uh one of our grandparents they'd be like you're insane no. <laughs> totally. why is this normal totally. oh my, my grandparents plate was meat potatoes bread corn carrots peas yeah. that's it you yeah. know <laughs> yeah i know we're not we're not asking we're not asking why we uh yeah. we've we've got all these new diets and everything and yeah but but awareness but is just, key. It, it is it's it's just such a very simple thing that that people can take control of in a way that isn't cumbersome isn't uh onerous it just gives you a body awareness and and that's where success begins is when you understand you know what's going on you know in, in yeah. your world the same way it works for for anything else but we take food for granted and it, it's a pretty big industry and we get pushed a lot of bullshit uh, sure. as you know oh, yeah. so um, but we, we just, so that in terms of a pillar of our business, we try to educate people around having, uh, that, that awareness about what's going into their body and, and totally. not being too, you know, being agnostic in the approach to, uh, mm -hmm. to nutrition because what works for some doesn't work for others. For sure. And it's completely different making a decision from a place of awareness 
Like sometimes I decide I want to drink a six pack of beer and eat a block of cheese. Like that's, that's, that's a choice. I, you know, I get, I get organic or like good beer and I usually unfiltered. So you don't have like fish bladders and weird shit in there. And uh, (laughs) that's like, that's a real thing too, for anyone that's like, what's he talking about? I'm going to throw out all my beer right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't look into it. If it's it's filtered, you got some fish bladders in there. Um, And, uh, and, 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 you know, it's grass fed cheese and I know I'm going to be a little bit inflamed afterwards, but I enjoy that stuff, you know, yeah. and you can be like, all right, I've been hitting my workouts, you know, I'm sleeping totally. good. I'm, I'm doing it in other areas. It's way different when you're aware of it versus I don't know why my whole body hurts and yeah. I'm depressed. And, and, you know, to, to our earlier point around sleep and, and you, you connected that nicely, this is the thing to understand. Like, let's say you're, you're a fat adapted person. You, you're trying to do keto and you say, well, now my sleep is disrupted. Well, maybe you're the type of person, uh, whether you're in ketosis or not. Um, but maybe there's just something about your genetic makeup that is, uh, really needs carbs to sleep. So the limited carbs that you have on that protocol, take them at night so that mm-hmm. yes, you're feeling full, but there's just something about uh, the carbohydrates and, and your brain wanting to function mm-hmm. on carbohydrates through that, that period of regeneration. Some yeah. people are just that way, you know, like that's, that's the level of awareness that, uh, that you can have when you understand what you're putting into your body. For sure. I know a bunch of people who were doing like low carb or straight carnivore and they had to get off cause they could sleep. They're yeah. like, they're like my adrenals and thyroid were fried without carbs, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, I get back and I have like a couple of dates, you know, a little bit later in the evening, or I have potatoes or I have rice with dinner, you know, and they're like, and I I sleep great honey, you know, raw honey is a big one that helps a lot of people sleep. If if, if you do that, um, how how do you like, I mean, you know, I'm a big supplement guy. Um, and, uh, how do you hit your nutritional requirements outside of food? Like, are there a few go-to supplements that you take? A hundred percent. I, you know, um, I'm a pretty lean guy. I'm, um, short and, and I like to stay lean, but then it requires, you know, to, to, when I can't get lean meats, for example, like I I just can't live on, on straight fish. I can't live on chicken breasts. I like ribeyes, but Mm -hmm. that, that can push me, you know, and things happen when you're 50 years old. Um, you know, I don't, I don't metabolize fat as well. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, protein for sure. And for me, it's a whey protein. I, I, um, I like, uh, whey protein. I have no problem with anything derived from milk, milk isolates, anything like that. So a very good, I like Magnum Magnum. for years. It's been, it just tastes good. I've used used their condoms. I've never tried their whey protein. (laughs) (laughs) I kid, I kid. All right. Um, Different company. (laughs) Um, All right. Nice. Yeah. So, so Marcus, um, Nealis is, I think the guy's his, his last name, right? I just can't pronounce it, but, uh, Magnum's been, been good and, and very clean, uh, very low carb, um, and dissolves great tastes. Amazing. Uh, but obviously taste is subjective. So, um, protein's a big one. Uh, some of my, um, things like the, the nutrients, like, and minerals, uh, I've got to add in zinc, uh, magnesium, um, what else, uh, potassium, 
greens. Well, my our greens, geez, I should have jumped on that bandwagon. Our greens are my favorite. So uh, our pure immunity greens uh, with all of um, our different kinds of grasses and mushrooms, and and anybody who's into into brain health knows about um, the power of mushrooms, right? You got, any, of, you got any lion's mane in there? We have lion's mane. We have maitake, uh, king trumpet, shiitake, uh, turkey tail, cordyceps. Um, and then not to mention the grasses are wheatgrass, barley grass, oak grass, alfalfa grass, kale powder, spirulina, astragalus. You know, all of these good things that, that just are so healthy for your immune system. But because I'm a bit of a bitch... It had to taste good. That was my starting point for creating it. Yeah, so, there's so many bad ones. Dude, there's so many, so many good ones that taste bad. I should say. Yeah, totally. And I, I like. So, I, I look at it and I, I'm like, I wanna, I want to take this. I, I wanna <laughs> like this, and I can't. It just sits in the. Nobody freezer. will. Yeah. Nobody will. When it when it tastes bad and um, stinks, you're not gonna taste it. So I, I I had ours manufactured with taste and smell first because there's there's a um you know a small dopamine hit when you when you smell chocolate and then um for us it's it's a bit of a fruity light chocolate taste with these greens and um you know the mushrooms so they, that's it, a good combo i haven't tried chocolate know, greens before i know it's I, I i haven't seen it so we uh, we, I love it. I, in fact, I just, um, before the call, I, I just popped them all back and, um, you know, those every day, because I, to be completely honest, I'm brutal when it comes to vegetables, I will just eat the lettuce and yeah. that's it. The, the rest of it, like the, the reds and the yellows or nightshades, I stay away from tomatoes. I just, I can't eat them. Like I just, there's something like, to me for whatever reason, it tastes like eating tinfoil. So, yeah. um, I have to get them in different ways. And, and it's funny, like the impetus for this company was things that either I needed or my wife needed, you know? Yeah. So that's what, what we've developed along the way. I'm like, man, I'm starting to forget some things. I learned to, uh, to fly helicopters a couple of years ago. And I, I felt like I was just missing just that sharpness. And so, you know, lo and behold, we're, we're, about a week away from finally having developed a, uh, a brain uh, optimization uh, capsule. So it's, it's, nice. it's funny, but, but that's exactly what we do. We, we, we focus on the things that I need because I feel like if I need them, most everybody else does. Yeah. Is, so your, your pure, pure immunity greens, are those on yep. uh, purelifeorganics.com? They sure are. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then yeah. the, um, Tell us about this cognitive supplement and what's in it when, when that'll be on the site as well. Yeah. So pure Nero, uh, it's, we, we have it in the shop. We're just writing the copy for, for the store so people can actually get it. So it should be up by the end of the month. Uh, it really focuses on, uh, mitochondrial health and, and what we're using the studies that we found was a product called Brazilian green populace. And uh, its ability to address, uh, you know, in inflammation, um, particularly in in the uh, the blood brain barrier in the in the brain itself, but through you know the studies that we have 
show it across the body. Is it, do you say just, propolis? Yeah. Like with Is bees? It? Yep, exactly. Oh, bees. Ah, yep. dope. Yep. All right. Specifically Brazilian green. And I tried so, some Brazilian propolis a few years yep. back, and the taste yep. was wretched. So that's why we put it in a capsule. There you go. Not, not in a powder. We, we found the efficacy at a certain level. Uh, yeah. and it's, it's the, the, um, formulator is a, is a guy out of uh, Florida, an MD, uh, his name is Dr. Anthony Capasso, one of the smartest dudes I've ever met, uh, all about, um, natural health, even though he is in the system as an MD, he yeah. is all about, uh, cellular mitochondria and, and, powering up those little organelles in the cell, you know, to, to really create what we categorize as resiliency, you know, people, the key that we're, we're all going to age, but, but it's the degree to which our cells are re- resilient and sure. uh, they, they can regenerate that we're successful at, at prolonging uh, the damage that all of, uh, you know, the exogenous um, factors contribute to. Do you, do you write a lot of your copy for like this pure neuro or do you bring in someone to do that? My business partner does. Yeah. Uh, he, he writes all of it. So I, I do all of the, uh, internal, well, we have a COO and then we have a project manager and then we have staff, but I do a, a bunch of the short call it, um, platform marketing. So I look after all of our, our media buying and, and that kind of stuff, but yeah. our long form my business partner that his his sole job is to is to write um copies so uh, inside he, he must be good <laughs> he's good man yeah he's multi multi seven figure sales letters so yeah. um you know he's pumped out a, enough of them along the way he understands the mechanism but um other things we've included included in pure neuro melatonin uh because of it it's antioxidants um Glutathione uh, is in there. Um, we've got a mushroom blends. We've got, you know, um, this one I always stumble on. It's the, the Shana Chrysanthia. Dr. Capasso loves that. And then, of course, zinc and, and uh, some good stuff in there. So these capsules are packed. They're loaded. And uh, I can't wait to... Um, to get them on the ground here so I can, I can start my regimen, but, uh, that's sweet. That, will, that, that will be my daily, um, go to for sure. I assume you take that at night. Yep. yep. So, so night it's like a, a, assisting some of that regenerative process. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Two, two at night, uh, before bed. All right. Dope. Yep. Um, yeah. third pillar, my, Oh, so pure neuro guys, pure life organics, you get it. Discount code biohacks, you know it. All right. Continue. Third pillar. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. We'll get you guys set up biohacks 20 so you can get 20% off anything that you, that you feel like uh, third pillar exercise, man. And I don't care what people do. Just get out and move. If you, if you aren't moving, you lose it. And in fact, one of the biggest killers of people in their 60s, 70s, 80s is uh, a simple broken hip. Mm. And most of them, they can't rehabilitate. They don't come out of the hospital. Not most. I mean, there's a lot of of, um, of a good rehabilitation now, but surprising the number of people die of broken hips. So, um, you know, mobility is a critical part of that. So I don't, you know, you don't need to be doing crazy body weight workouts or crazy weighted workouts. Get out and walk 
stretch, you know, flex your hips, do 90, 90, you know, from a mobility standpoint, if you just, if you're doing nothing else, if you got tight back, do 90, 90, but, but exercise is that, that third pillar of health. For sure. For sure. We, um, a, a friend who's, I don't want to name any names, but he was found to have, he started like stumbling on some of his words. This is a real smart mm. guy forgetting some things. And they found out they like rushed him to the hospital, found out he had a brain tumor. And, Whoa. uh, so he basically, it was basically the size of his brain. So he had like two masses, the size of a brain was squeezed into oh. his skull. They had to do emergency surgery. It was like stage four. Right. Oh. And so I just sent him like a little, Hey, you know, Hey brother, hope you have a quick recovery. Yeah. Two days later, he responds to me and he's out walking, getting some exercise in because he was allowed, he was allowed to do that. You know, like that's, wow. that's a, his personality is like, as soon as yeah. I can walk, I'm going to, because you're right. If you don't use yeah. it, you lose it. And, yeah. uh, and there's, there's a lot of people who would, you know, who are paralyzed or have other conditions that prevent yeah. them from using their body the way that it's intended. You know what I mean? And for us yeah. to have it and not use it, I, I think is sort of turning our nose up at one of life's great gifts. Dude, I, so, you know, perfect example in my, in my own family, my dad uh, was in a car accident as a 16 year old. Uh, back then they put you in a cast for two years, uh, which would never happen today. The moment you're, you're, you know, out of surgery, you're getting that thing moving. So, you know, pro fast forward to he's 76. Now that ankle that was in that cast for two years has been nothing. He, he wasn't able to remain active for his whole life because of the amount of pain that would continuously cause multiple surgeries. Um, you know, eventually he had to have a fuse that caused even more issues. And he's basically as a 76 year old guy, immobile, you know, wow. because he just simply can't. And, and we talk about the benefits of mobility and whereas my mom has been super active her whole life at 76, she can still outpace some of the kids. Like she's, mm -hmm. she's, you know, it's, it's crazy, but nothing too wild. She gets out and walks. She is always moving, you know, those kinds of things. She uses her body. And, and as we age, it is so critical. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. My, my dad was diagnosed with Parkinson's back in 2015. And, and, you know, I've seen some, I mean, if, if he, if, if we want him to be dramatically better. And for those of you guys that haven't seen this, like there's videos where you can see people with Parkinson's, uh, getting on a bike and going from like, can't walk, you know, all their limbs are experiencing like dyskinesia, you know, where they're going all yeah. over the place. And, and then they ride on the bike for like 10 or 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden they can walk in. And like, I've seen it, I've seen it with my dad, the difference in engaging in physical exercise that at least in part increases the, uh, electricity in our body, you know, getting yeah. muscles to fire and that sort of thing. Yeah. I think it can correct some of these, uh, conditions that are like basically losing electricity. You yeah, know, yeah. um, and, uh, and, and, it, and it, it, like it, it certainly helps. And I've seen it with my dad. So yeah, guys get out, get out and move, um, exercise, sleep, good nutrition. Um, good stuff, Todd. Uh, yes. what, anything else that you'd like to share? I mean, we've, we've told, um, well, here's the deal, man. Yeah. So, so, you know, this, despite all that, our, our mission on this planet while I'm here anyways, is to create healthy people on a healthy planet. And I know when people are healthy uh, and their lives are, are satisfied and full that they go above and beyond uh, themselves. So, you know, the, the old phrase, well, 
my cup's full, so I'm going to fill other people. And so when you have your health, I feel like that's when you can actually give. You're contributing in your community. You're volunteering. You're you're lifting others up. But when you're not healthy, you can only focus on yourself. So we've taken some of this success in our business, and we're going to solve reforestation in our lifetime. People are like, Ooh, that's a tall order. Good luck, bud. But what we found is four very smart, smart companies that we're funding directly with sales from these products that are using drones for reforestation. And inside of these drones are um, seeds that they have patents on that are proprietary that can not only once they're, they're injected by the drones on mass scale, eight times faster than any human can do it. Oh. These these drones seeds or pods, seed pods, um, are able to live on their own for up to eight months. So if they get you know, planted in an area that's a little bit dry or rain doesn't come right away, uh, they'll live. They've got all the nutrients they need um, called mycorrhiza inside that seed pod to live for up to eight months. And then they germinate and they have an 80% germination rate. And so... Dude, this is nuts in a good dude, way. Place it, yeah. There a company in the states we've funded called Drone Seed, a company in Canada called Flash Forest that we have uh, funded specific R and D projects. One in Australia that is called Airseed Tech, and then the biggest player in the space is out of England uh, that's funded by a, a a lot of people, but um, a fund run by Tom Chi who is from Google. Uh, called Dendra AI, and they are they are the whale in the space. But when these, if these companies could overcome some of the um, uh, bureaucratic and political bullshit that happens, we'd have the ability to replant on mass. It's the only time; it's the first time that there has been meaningful technology on the side of reforestation. Technology has always been on the harvest side, and now we've got these companies that said, "Well, we." If they're going to cut that quick, let's come plant that quick. And they can come in and smash these forests and, and get them replanted. And, and then they can start to manage that resource, that two to three year growth, or they can plant a 300 year forest that's going to be around and, and suck all the carbon out, you know? So it's pretty you, cool. It's fascinating. Um, have you guys thought about getting some drones that shoot rubber bullets at the people <laughs> that are cutting down trees? I feel like... <laughs> I feel like that would be a great, like, I know, man. You know, I'm, sitting here at, I'm sitting here at my wooden desk, you know, but it I just will shoots, say this. it just shoots the dudes cutting down trees in the junk yeah. with a rubber bullet. Like no one's going to take that job. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. There, there's a, there's an absolute place for, for forestry. We, we need it. Our, our, our society won't, uh, won't exist without it. So it needs to be managed properly. But I will say this, when, when you're going into, we have a place just outside where I live called Ferry Creek, which ha, it's one of the last stands, pristine stands of old growth. And it's owned by a logging company um, who has been trying desperately to cut it down so they can make guitars and roof shingles like if you're solving cancer i'd have a conversation with you like hey the key to cancer lies in this old growth forest but it's yeah. not they're just cutting it for for luxury goods and that's not cool man and so no. um there's there's these guys uh friends of the forest and and some of the elements within these friends of the forest called dragons who will go pour cement into the logging roads and chain themselves to the roads 
for weeks and months at a time. Like they, and they'll just rotate through and prevent these logging companies. So we've had a six month standoff about an hour from where I live, nice. just trying That's to enough. maintain. So I, I took the helicopter over this forest and, uh, and filmed it all. And, and we got a, we got a filming company up there to just tell the story of this forest. Like it's just, dude, that, that, that those trees have seen ex- existences come and go. Yeah, you know, there there's no reason to be cutting them down. There just isn't. Not know? at all. Not so, at all. What's what's the yeah. company that does that? You said the dragons. Like, how would you find that company? The, the, if- that's not a company. That is that is a, a um, an activist group, and yeah. they're called Friends of the Forest. Friends of the and, Forest. Yeah, and they're and but if you look up uh, Fairy Creek, F A I R Y Creek Blockade, it's mm-hmm. out here on on Vancouver Island. Uh, there, it's been you know worldwide stories on on what's going on out here but uh, the one the one before this that that they successfully stopped was in clockwood sound also on the island here uh, we had uh midnight oil come and perform a concert at at these blockades just to bring people's attention to it so nice. that was that was a long time ago but that's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. So what's, um, for people that want to support some of the work you're doing with reforestation and want to pick up, uh, your pure immunity greens, the, the pure neuro, um, yeah. as soon as that's ready, um, go to purelifeorganics.com, enter discount code. Is it biohacks 20 biohacks 20? We're getting that spun up today. B I O H A C K S two zero. And, uh, if you are there before, before the end of this month, which is what is it, August? Then pure neuro. It's already not. done. I just it's already done. <laughs> it's already live. There we go. Yeah, We're live. Live. The discount code yeah, is live. Nice. Just um, the note. Any other products they should pick up while they're in there and support? well, there's there's pure sleep uh that's in there. And if you don't like capsules, you can try our, our deep sleep tea that's in there. Um, if you've got inflammation, uh, issues, we've got a morning tea, uh, that's, that was the kind of the origin story for our whole brand called flat belly tea, but it's a turmeric based tea. Yeah. Um, that, that's and, been crushing for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty powerful. So, uh, if you've got, you know, blood sugar issues, we have glucose control, all natural based products that are, uh, uh research based. The people that stand behind them are either have a PhD or an MD. Uh, and, um, you know, we, we stand by their work, which is why we've, we brought them on to help them promote. And uh, the way that, that it works is we take uh, a portion of, of our sales volume and we directly support uh, drone reforestation. So that is um, sweet. Yeah, man. Really cool. Well, uh, Todd, it's been awesome catching up. I appreciate what you're, what you're working on and, um, guys go to purelifeorganics.com discount code biohacks 20, uh, Todd Lamb will have to do it again. My, my pleasure, Anthony. Thank you so much. What's up guys, Anthony here. And one of my favorite things to do is helping men and women like you feel what it's like living life with the body you've always wanted and all day energy that starts the moment you wake up and doesn't quit. 
Over the past decade, we've created a proprietary health assessment that helps me to identify the unique toxicities and deficiencies that are holding you back from the life that you deserve. And what we've discovered in doing this now with thousands of CEOs, executives, professional athletes, businessmen, Hollywood celebs, and entrepreneurs is that there is always room for improvement and optimization. So if you're looking for help with this stuff and you'd like to see if you're a fit to work with me one-on-one, this program is usually full year-round with a waiting list, but we just had a few spots open up and I wanted to make this available to the listeners of the Biohacking Secrets show first. So what you want to do if you want to apply is head over to biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. That's www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G. Fill out the short application form. And if you're pre-approved, you'll be given the opportunity to book a time to connect with someone on our team and see if it's a fit. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. I look forward to potentially going on this journey together. 